Welcome everybody once again to the 8 Guys 1 Cup podcast. This is the round 13 review. Uh, unfortunately, I missed a week last week, but guys, we all know what happens. Uh, life gets in the way, but alas, let's turn our attention to some of these important games because finals is only one week away, lads. Let's get excited. Well, I should say let's get excited for those of you who can make it because for those of you playing at home, if you turn our attention, turn your attention to the, to the match of the, the first match I'm going to talk about last week, James Kesalar, 125.16, was defeated by Scotty come quarter pounder, 125.22. Yes, you heard it here first correctly. I lost by 0.06 of a point. Where did that come from? Who knows? As far as I was aware, I won last week. I was up and about. I was playing Michael for that final spot. Now I am sitting in eight with the first round pick pretty much all but summed up. But look how this happened, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know. I opened up the, uh, my phone to talk about the scores that happened and was like, hang on, I don't think I lost it. I'm like, oh, here we go. This this is the kind of week it's going to be. This is the kind of week or two weeks it has been. And this is uh, the kind of year it's been for me in this league. So we're going to talk briefly about these matchups here. But look, both quarterbacks didn't start very well. Uh, I had a few guys. Gibson score well. Uh, Hawkinson did well. And CJ Mosley did well. That's pretty much it. And as for Scotty himself, he had his big boy, uh, Freeman, 20, Elijah Moore, 20, and that's probably it apart from Gage, 21. So some good scores there, but look, really, the 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 one they got it for him, who knows? Who knows who got points? Did he gain points? Did I lose points? I think I lost like half a point or something. So whether that was a, a tackle or a, an interception or something going not quite the right, but I lost. That's all there is to it, guys. That's uh, game over for me this year. Uh, looking at the league right now, I am one game off and a fair amount of points. So my only hope is that I beat Michael, Scotty loses, and I gain 30 points on him. Could it happen? Yes. Will it happen? Look, let's find out. I'm having been playing that well. But look, this loss really, really hurts me here because this was the match that uh, that was this come down to it. So now it's uh, Scotty's sixth place to lose now. So Scotty's going to hope that, I, will hope that uh, I get the win. But look, let's uh, turn attention to other games now because... I'm sick and tired of talking about my point zero six. Yes, you heard it. Point zero six of a loss. Come on, guys. Sleeper, you shit. Don't give me that false hope. It's the hope that kills you. That's what I know. This year. That's what this year's taught me. It's the hope that kills you. Next one. Another hope that's gone wanting. Uh, we've got Marcus Sean McBay, 192.68. Defeated Team Nets Jets Mets, 152.92. Stopping like a, a nine or eight game winning streak for Keels there. So really uh, not the best form going into finals with a week to go, Keels. But look, you've pretty much all but all but sewn up top spot. With one more week to go, you get a victory, you should be fine. Look, Marcus can catch you, but look, he's got to, got to win. You've got to, you know, you're going to lose pretty badly. So look, uh, not a great game to lose though, Keels, because you had some fine form coming into this game. But look. Both quarterbacks played very well, 27-29 respectively. Look, uh, Keels boys, Fournette, 22, did very well again. Look, Mixon and Hill let him down, but Godwin, look, the, the Tampa Bay boys, you should just name me, you name me a team to team uh, Tampa Bay because they're definitely doing more for you than any other team. Uh, Godwin, 30.2. Uh, Boyd, 13, not bad, and uh, pretty much it. Whereas for Marcus's team, look, Eckler, 15, not bad. Harris, 15, not bad. Allen, 20.4, but now out. Uh, Johnson, 30.5, very good. And uh, a 26.9 by Cooper Cup, his boy. So backing up again, Cup as normal. 
And another one, we had one of those really unfortunate games, which is pretty much Michael's year, basically. An unfortunate year for Michael. Uh, Michael Hudat, 204.74, defeated by King Shelve, 228.8 to a massive, massive score there for Shelve. And this one here, look, Colin Murray back for Shelve and 20.8, 28.82, big score for him. Big Jonathan Taylor, 23.3 again, so bang, bang by this week, though. So he's in, look, he's in a good spot with the bike coming up. Then Matheson with... Uh, then Matheson really sort of sinking the, the boots in for Michael with Cook out. Uh, 21.4, 35.5 for Jefferson really helped. Uh, got a 28.5. You can thank the Jets for that one. Uh, Renfro, 19.2. Higgins, 28.8. Pittman, 17. Just big scores all around by uh, by Shelve there. 228 is a very big, big score. And uh, look, great form with one more week to go before final. So got himself in a very good spot sitting third overall as well. So... Definitely in a good position. And look, if things go his way, could he jump Marcus into that top two spot? Let's uh, let's find out. But for Michael, look, unfortunately, uh, loses this one, which means he's fighting for that final spot. But look, Jackson, 17, not great. Monty, 28.6 is good. Mitchell, 17, but we'll see how those guys go with uh, with their health. Evan, 16.9. Kittle, 39.6. Thank you very much. And Edward Salia back, 11.2. Pretty happy. And TJ Watt, 29. Big, big score by the big defensive lineman there. And the last one, probably cementing his spot in the in the finals, you'd say, is Team Cammers win 140.3 over Martua time, 118.2. So this win puts Kammer uh, a game out and about 100, 120 points in front. So really putting him in a good spot to, to cement that fifth spot here, maybe sixth spot worst case. But look for those guys. Look, uh, Kammer had to go Cousins instead of Rogers being out and well, didn't do too bad on 19.2 considering how bad they were playing. Uh, Cordell Patterson, 12. Ingram out, struggled with 3.2. But uh, Waddle, 18. TV Lamb, 20. Pretty good. Sander, 17.2. Look, still hasn't got that touchdown this year, but against the Jets, he just ran as he pleased. So very, very handy for him there. And a few guys on the uh, the bench not scoring very well. As for Martua, uh, he had some pretty good scores, realistically overall. But look, uh, Josh Allen playing in that rain, 10.7. Look, you're better off playing Darnold, really, that sort of score. Just kidding. You're never better off playing Darnold or Marto. Look. 10.7 in that, in that win, so you weren't going to expect much from that, which is a bit unfortunate, but look, uh, John Connor, 19.2, very well. Uh, Thielen went out, can't stop the Thielen on one, so that's uh, really what hurt him there. Uh, but then the marquee man didn't struggle a bit, but look, Rob Gronkowski, 21.8, back to his best, so very happy about that one coming back. But a lot of guys not playing much better, really. All those guys scoring those sort of 10s and that sort of it, but score of 118, that pretty much tells the tale, doesn't it? Look, with that, guys, I'm going to actually turn our attention to the week before last week because, look, we all really, really enjoy when guys score well. And, uh, look, these top five guys, look, these these guys get pumped up every week, but, look, the guys missed out last week when I was uh, you know, missing uh, missing this week talking about all the fun things that happened the week before. So, look, we're going to talk about this top five from week 12, guys, week 12's top five. So not this week, so we'll just you know, hold our excitement for there. Number five was Elijah Mitchell from Michael's team, who'd at 27.8. So a pretty good score by the young man, who's uh, been a pretty good scrap heap pick for Michael. He paid good money off him uh, to get him off the scrap heap, and he has scored very, very well. Most weeks, realistically, so very handy one for him. Next one, we had uh, uh, Allen, Josh Allen from Mark Tua Time, 28.7. So one of those good scores from one of those quarterbacks there. Very happy with that score there. And uh, look, obviously couldn't get it done this week, unfortunately, but... Hopefully the weather will be uh, better for him next week and he can uh, light it up. 
Number three, we had Jalen Waddle with Kama, 28.7. So that was the week he uh, played pretty well against Carolina. Not uh, you know not bad at all for a, uh, a first-year player, 28.9, just going bang. And then the last two ones, both occupied by Team Nets, Jets, Mets, Joe Mixon, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Fournette, two big running backs, 33.2 and 44.1. So some massive scores by Keelan's boys there. Obviously one of those, the Tampa Bay boys, as your name should reflect. But some very, very big scores from some very, very big, tough running backs. But look, now we turn our attention, guys, to the, the more important top five. This is this week's top five. This week's important top five. And number five, oh, Keelan's boy again, Tom Brady, 29.6, the GOAT. I feel like he's getting younger, but it could be wrong. He could just be not aging at all. Is it Benjamin Button, Tom, Benjamin Button, Brady? Let's have to find out as the years progress. But 29.6 from the man just keeps on going. Number four, another one of Keelan's boys, Chris Godwin, 30.2. Yes, this guy is godlike. He's good. He's good. Very, very good score by him. But with Brady throwing to him, you got to expect that. Number three, Marcus's boy, Deontay Johnson, 30.5. Definitely helped set him up with that win against Keelan, even though Keelan had two other guys here. He's got that, that big score from him to really sort of help push him in the right direction. Number two, Justin Jefferson by King Shell, 35.6. Really did well with uh, with Thielen going out early, and he just took it and kept on going. Uh, 182 yards and receiving touchdown. So big, big, big running, big, big, also big, big points there. And number one, Michael with George Kittle, 39.6 with a massive score from his tight end. So somebody held on to obviously being injured on injured reserve early this year, but he has definitely reaped the rewards with that one. And guys, before I turn our attention to next week, because obviously it's the most important preview we have, because it is the one before the finals, which is uh, really going to just tell what the season is become, who's done well, who hasn't done well. This one, guys, all important. The the coach of the week, the Andy Reid Award. And look, Andy Reid's doing pretty good this year now. He's got to go to the top of the division. So the Andy Reid Award is coming back into fruition. The Andy Reid Award this week, it's pretty close. Look, guys, it could... Could go really to any of the any of the sort of those winners there. So Marcus getting that win against Net Jets Mets, giving him that chance at that top spot, that top seed. Could he get the win? Look, you know, that's uh he's definitely up there. He's doing well. Could it be a King Shelve? 228.82. You feel like it probably has to be. A very, very big score. Almost uh 24 points higher than the next guy. And uh, beat the guy who only beat the guy who only could have come come close to him. So definitely King Shelve, I reckon, is the, the cream de la cream this week. But uh a very good, good score by him to get him into that spot. And also pushing him uh, like a week, one spot away from top two. So puts him in a good position as well coming into next week. But now turn our attention to the Adam Gase Award. And uh, definitely a few guys here. Could it be, look, he did he scored well, but could it be Keelan who, who scored well, but had his first loss really probably made, putting him in a little bit of a, a danger spot to lose that top spot, which he's had for so, so long. Could it be myself who somehow managed to win but then lose on a recount by 0.06? Yes, I'm going to say it a few more times. 0.06 I lost by, guys, on a recount. I had one Tuesday afternoon and then come today, I have lost. It's going to be me. Look, it could be Marta with a lower score, but no, it's going to be me. To lose in that fashion is just, uh, look, I had no reason to win. I should not have won and uh, clearly they uh, thought, you know what, this guy did not deserve to win. He's going to give him a loss and... Uh, Look, it puts me out of finals contention pretty much with this loss. A lot of stuff has got to go my way. Uh, this loss has definitely hurt me. And uh, it's put me at bottom spot, most likely with the number one pick. So look, 
not all doom and gloom. I do get a good uh, good pick there, and I get my, um, get my Michael's pick as well. So if I can somehow upset him and uh, make sure he doesn't make finals, I could have pick one, pick two. So look, not a not a great season for me to be looking and talking about draft picks. I feel like I'm the New York Jets right now, talking about how important draft picks are, but. Look, we've got more important things to talk about than my picks, and that is next week's games, which is really could could shape up these finals. So some very interesting games coming up because a few guys in those bottoms are playing for their spots, and a few guys in the top playing for their playing for their chance to keep their spots. So first one up, we've got first one up, we've got James Caselar in eighth, uh, 33% chance to beat Michael Houdat in seventh with a 67% chance to win. So look. Technically, both of us still can make finals. If one of us wins, well, say if Michael wins and Scotty loses, he will jump Scotty. If I win and Scotty loses and I make up about 20 points on him, I will also jump Scotty. So anything is possible if Scotty loses. So this is where it all gets interesting, guys. There is still three people playing off for that one spot. Even technically Kammer's spot, but he is uh, 120 points ahead of us. So Kammer's... He's got fifth or sixth spot tied up. You don't think he? I don't think he can really lose fifth. I think it is uh, the three-way fight for sixth. So, look, the winner of me and Michael definitely puts herself in a good position to at least contest that spot. And the the loser will be bottom of the ladder. The loser of this game. This is literally the tank for Trevor game. Who will lose? Who will win? Who is going to sit on the bottom? And who is going to get that 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 uh, that chance at making finals? Oh, it's going to be an interesting game. Let's hope I maybe win by 0.6 this time as opposed to lose. But this one, I will be watching very, very intently. The next cab off the rank, we have Marcus Sean McBay, a 79% chance to beat Team Kammer with no buys on the field as well. So look, uh, Marcus in a very, very good position. If he gets this win, that's uh, definitely top number, uh, definitely top two spot for him. Possibly, possibly even number one if things go his way. So look, he'll be wanting to get this win. Look here, and for Kammer, look, a win is not going to do anything for him. Just give him some good form coming into into finals with three wins on the trot now, making it four coming into finals, which is probably going to make him one of the informed players if he can get this win. But uh, look, a loss doesn't do a whole lot for him either. A loss probably puts him maybe in danger of dropping fifth, but like I said, a lot's got to go right. Michael's got to win by 200 points extra on him to get that spot. So look, Kammer's got his final spot cemented. Considering where he was a couple of weeks ago, sitting on that bottom with some good scores for, but good points for, but wasn't getting the wins, and now three wins on the trot, and he's pushed himself right into finals contention. Well, sorry, the final spot. Next up, we've got Team Shell with Shell, 66% chance to win against Team Come Quarter Pounder. So Scotty really, really needs this win because if Scotty loses and doesn't make up a good goal difference, Michael wins, he probably gets jumped and Scotty misses out. If Scotty loses and I manage to make up that 20, 30 points and I win, I jump in. So Scotty's really got to be rooting for me and hope that I have a really bad score. He has, or he has a really good score and keeps himself in it because really, Scotty, you win, you're in. You lose, anything could happen, Scotty. Anything could happen. Look, you, you came from your Cinderella story came true last week against me. You got the victory. Somehow you got the victory. And uh, look, anything could happen. And uh, look, anything will happen as we've seen this year. It's a lot can change. A lot can happen on any given Sunday. So, or our Monday. But look, let's see what happens there. And the last one, we look, still a little bit riding for him, but we've got uh, Team Nets, Jets, Mets with Keelan, an 80% chance to beat Brian Mart to a time. So we'll see what happens there with that one because Marto doesn't really need a win. Look, any, look a win and shelf losing, he might be able to jump him to third. But look, he's is not really a, a big difference there because, uh, look, he's probably going to be playing, you know, 
similar sort of players regardless. So could make a little bit of a difference, but look, he's not going to get the top two spot. Whereas look, Keelan wants that number one spot. He wants that number one seed. He gets the week off regardless, wait one or week two. So look, no matter what, Keelan's got that week off because he can't drop any further than two. But he really, really needs that spot. Really, you, know, you want that number one spot. You want to become the hunted. You want to be, you know, with Tom Brady and co looking very, very good and probably coming up a very good opponent this week, you'd say, with uh, Buffalo. So look, a really interesting game there against Buffalo because it could be high scoring if Buffalo decide to come out hard and fast. Tom Brady could be throwing the ball a lot. Who knows? He could be running it to Fournette and just giving him the ball and run, and he could be throwing it to Godwin. Just have to wait and see what happens. But look, guys, it's a very, very exciting time. This is the last round before finals. So after this round, two of us will no longer be playing, and it'll be a very sad time when I lose, as is uh, most likely what's going to happen, the way my season's going. But look, it's been a, a pleasure getting to play each and every one of you multiple times. It's been a pleasure being able to talk to you all on this podcast, and except for Scotty, who I unfortunately had to cancel week of but look you beat me this week for you i probably could have got you on you beat me this week but look you get a win this week and you make finals then yg you're in for a show to to go all the way look you've you've proved you could do it against mato in the afl one year you were probably the the underdog you were the western bulldogs underdog and you came from behind to win it all anything is possible on any given sunday lads so look with that this has been the eight guys one cup round four round 13 podcast and i look forward to talking to you all when we know who is in finals and who, unfortunately, will be licking their wounds looking forward to the draft. That says, uh, I'm your host, James Legasic, and I'll talk to you all next week.